Welcome to episode 44 of the Two Average Guys Sport Podcast. Just a couple of average dudes talking about sports. No foreign playing experience, no foreign management experience. Literally two average guys. Literally to the left of me, we have co-host here, Espen Evanson. How are we doing today? T-minus one day till Kansas. Doing pretty good. You know, last, uh, I was here for two months and we decided to record on the last day I'm here. That's just how, that's how we do it. You know what? One day is better than none. So. True. So this will probably be our first and, well, probably last for a long time. We're not going to be. Uh, I know. You're not going to be home for at least another, what, seven months? Oh, no. Maybe like a year. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's going to be a while, folks. But as always, have a great episode for you guys today. NFL news. No more college football. Thank God the season's over. College basketball, NBA. Followed by a couple quick and short segments. Shall we go ahead and get started? Let's do it. Let's we'll start. All right. First NFL game of the divisional weekend, I guess I should say. Rams at Packers. I said Rams. You said Packers. Did the Packers cover the spread? Yeah, they won by they won by 14. I think they were six and a half or seven and a half. So they won, they won 32 18. Yeah. All right. So they cover uh, the spread. Awful pick by you, by the way. I know. That wasn't a good pick. That if, if it was a normal pick and week and during our sport bet. I think I would have taken the uh, Packers there, not the Rams. Um, anyways, Packers, they put it all together here. Aaron Rodgers, nearly 300 passing yards, couple of touchdowns. The running game, they thrived. Aaron Jones, 99 rushing yards. He added a touchdown there. Rams defense, number one defense coming into this game. That's where I thought, okay, maybe they can generate a few turnovers. They did not. They couldn't stop the Packers offense. Um, you know, Rams offense, though, how confident are you in Jared Goff moving from this point on? I mean, he's he's a decent quarterback. Like he's he's gonna get you, he'll get you the job done. He's by no means on the elite level, but he's not average. I would kind of put him in between elite and average. He's in that good category right now. Um, but going forward, I mean, who? I mean, the Rams don't need to really go quarterback shopping. I think. I mean, would you? Do you think they need to do that? Or you know, like you said, he gets the job done. Um, I would really like to see him take maybe another step. Be that guy that has two touchdowns, maybe a pick here and there. It's fine. I get it. No one's perfect. But if I'm the Rams, you got to look, right? Deshaun Watson's on the market. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Cooper Cup. All right, not Cooper (laughs) Cup. Carson Wentz. (laughs) Cooper Cup, right? Let's go to quarterback. There we go. Carson Wentz. Um, I mean, I have to throw it out there, and we're going to talk about it later. James Winston, maybe. He signed a one-year deal, I believe it was. So I think you have to take a look. But worst case scenario is you stick with Jared Goff. I think he's a tremendous, not tremendous, maybe not, maybe very average quarterback, but you're right. He gets the job done. Also, yeah, another thing you missed in this game, Aaron Donald played, uh, I think he had a rib injuries in the second quarter mm-hmm. or something. So he didn't play much in that game, which I think really hurt the Rams. The Rams just couldn't, you know, we said last week that one, one of the big things for the Rams, get the pressure on Aaron Rodgers. They couldn't do that. And that's why, that's why they were so good. And, you know, Green Bay, I'm just – I said it for a few weeks now. They're going to win the Super Bowl. I just I think so. I think Green Bay is the Super Bowl favorites right now. Yeah, we'll definitely have to take a seat and watch for next Sunday. Give us the first AFC divisional playoff game. Yeah, Ravens and Bills, which was probably the most hyped up game matchup mm-hmm. watch of the weekend, probably the least entertaining. I mean, you have yeah. it was probably the least exciting game. Justin Tucker. I mean, wow, we got to start with that. Picked a bad time to start missing field goals. Uh, the win was a big factor there too. Um, he had two double doinks, I believe. I think it was yeah, two he, double doinks. He pulled the Cody Parkey. <laughs> yeah, it was that was hilarious. Um, Ravens offense, of course, they did not look good with uh, Lamar Jackson. Uh, stats, I mean, 
the stats were good. They had 372 total yards, including 150 on the ground. They just couldn't convert in the end zone. They had so many opportunities to make this a game, and they just couldn't. They just could not make this a game. You know, even when Lamar got hurt, uh, Tyler Huntley, who came in, you know, he had a wide open. I forget, I forget who it was. I think it was John Brown or Hollywood Brown. Uh, yeah, yeah, he, had a, he overthrew him. They had a chance to make it 17-10, make it a game. Ravens, this is a dilemma they run into every year. Shifting to Buffalo, though. Josh Allen, he looked good, didn't look great, 206 yards, no eye-popping numbers, but these are the games that separate good and great teams. This is why Buffalo is an AFC championship game. They won this game. Low-scoring affair, but the big players, they stepped up as the Bills got the victory over Baltimore, 17-3. You know, what were, what were your thoughts kind of watching this game? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've said it. I don't think the Lamar Jackson era is over, but I don't think he's going to ever want to go with Baltimore. If you look at it the past few years – there's always something, some reason. The Chargers his first year, last year was the Titans. This year, the Bills. It's, I mean, what do you, do you think Lamar Jackson is ever going to take them to that next step? I don't think so, unless he, unless he can figure out how to throw the damn ball. He's, <laughs> he's not, he's, I just, he's, he's a running, he's a running back quarterback. He's just not a great thrower. I mean, I mean, yeah, the interception in the red zone, that, that was, was a 101 yard interception return. And uh, yeah. I mean, that's probably what sealed the fate there, but. I, I hate to say it, right? Cleveland Browns, I know we're going to get to that shortly. Buffalo, Chargers are on the rise. We can't ignore it. We're, we're going to have to see what this new coach can do. Chiefs, obviously, you can never forget about them. Um, I just I don't see it. I don't. They're going to be – They're gonna. I think they're kind of in the same boat as the Rams. They're going to be a good playoff team for years to come. They'll probably, you know, maybe win a couple division titles here and there, but they'll always be in the hunt for playoffs, but they'll just never take the next step to Super Bowl caliber team unless they can either get a new quarterback who can throw or develop Lamar Jackson. Bring back throw. Flacco. <laughs> Bring back the Flacco era. <laughs> hey, but, he, he got him a Super Bowl, though. You got to say that. He, he did I mean, a- that was all the defense right True. there. True. But Sunday, AFC playoff game. I know you've had to be nervous here. I'm sure you were ready to have a heart attack. Oh Give it God. to us, man. I've had about 24 hours to digest this game. <laughs> um, wow. I, I mean, it looked – let's just start from the beginning. You know, Chiefs jump out to a 19-3 to lead. It looked like I was texting. I was like, all right, I'm getting, let's get – I don't want to get too cocky because I knew the Browns were good. I knew they were coming back. But, you know, Mahomes, that, that hit. Yeah. Do you think that was a dirty hit? I no, no, it wasn't. Hit. And even the guy who um, hit him – Reached out to him on social media and said, you know, and Mahomes like, yeah, it's all good, dude. No, it's just a football play. Um, and then, I think I think he I think it would have been more appropriate to do like the oil pen and like paper and maybe like put it on a horse and like the horse runs it over. Dude, social no, media. No joke. The when after that, I was like this the entire game. <laughs> I was just, I was like my my mouth was wide open. I was just like in shock the rest of the third quarter. Before. I'm like, all right, this, the Chiefs are just losing. They're losing this game, but. Um, yeah, we'll go into the, go into the uh, game a little bit here. Browns, they did look good. I knew they were going to be a tough out for the Chiefs. Everybody kept saying, you know, Chiefs going to cover this. But I'm like, nah. but they weren't. It looked like a Chiefs war until Mahomes got hurt. But uh, they stuck to what what it is that they that keeps them in games. Baker threw for 204 yards. They had another 112 on the ground. So they the Chiefs did a pretty good job, I would say, of handling Chubb and Kareem Hunt uh, mm-hmm. for, for the most part until the end. Um, you know, going to the big question though. With Mahomes, you know, it's concerning for the AFC Championship. Mahomes, he leaves, like I said, leaves the game after a hit to the head. Uh, goes to, He looked fine. He ran into the locker room. You know, he did uh, concussion protocol testing and passed all the questions. Uh, he threw for 255 yards. But, boy, we got to talk about the guy of the game, Chad Henney. He come, <laughs> comes in, saves the Chiefs from potentially losing this game. He ran. It was that, what was it like? It was 
second or third and down. It was like third and 14, yeah, third and 13. Yeah, just books it and like puts his head down. That run great. made up for that horrible pick that he overthrew. That was the worst throw of all time. That uh, was in so I, I got out of my seat. I was like, no, what? Is he actually going to throw and touch? And then it was just an absolute awful pick. Um, but, yeah, he, you know, Chad Henney, what a hero. And then Andy Reid, I mean, the ball's on him to run, to run that play on fourth, yeah. fourth and one. You know, passing to Tyreek Hill to seal the game. I'm, I, I still can't believe the Chiefs are, have won the game. Um, I just want to say this. Perks of being a NFC football team fan, I don't have to listen to Tony Romo every week. That man is so annoying. I love Tony As Romo. a Dallas Cowboy fan, to say that Tony Romo is annoying, I, I mean, I don't know if you listen to him. We flipped because you like, of course, you liked him as, I mean, the quarterback, and I, I couldn't stand him in doubt. But now you don't like him as an announcer. I love him as an announcer because he, he does so many Chiefs games now. I'm just like, I, I love him and Nance. I think they're a great duo. Um, let me ask you this, though. Is there a reason for to be concerned for the Chiefs uh, versus Buffalo with Mahomes? Um, you know, if Mahomes doesn't play, I think you have to be concerned. I, I mean, if, don't care wrong. Chad Henney's nowhere, you know. He's not terrible. He's not, he's not a good backup. He's not a Nate Peterman out there, but um, he's not going to win you a playoff game. If I'm Buffalo, I'm a lot more confident, but you still can't overlook the opponent here. I mean, what are your thoughts, you know, being a Chiefs fan? You've seen um, their lead in Russia wasn't the kid from – LSU, who was it? It was Daryl Williams, our third string back. He went yeah. for 78. He had a really good game. Maybe on the only had 12 yards on the ground. He didn't do very he didn't do much. Um, this is my thoughts, early thoughts. If we have Mahomes, obviously we got a shot to win. But if we don't, I, I just don't I don't know if I can see us beating Buffalo with how much talent they have. Um our defense is kind of average. I mean, you know, we have Tyron Matthew in the backfield who can make huge play, huge plays, but you know, got a, whole, badger. <laughs> got a whole week to, to talk about this game. And, you know, it's – I mean, as the week develops, we'll see, you know, how concussion protocol is. And Early sources that I've seen from – because I've followed so many Chiefs accounts on Twitter. <laughs> um, it, they're saying that they're very optimistic that he is going to play on Sunday. And, and it, they were evaluating him today for, like, nerve in his neck. So it wasn't even his head. It was, like, the back of That's his neck. That's what it looked like. It looked like it was his neck that got yeah. grabbed. And I was like, concussion, that doesn't seem right. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean – I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Regardless of Mahomes' plays, we got a great AFC championship. Buffalo, Kansas City, I think the yeah. two best teams in the AFC. You predict this, one and two all the way. Yeah. Um, if, you know, Kansas City happens to lose, Mahomes somehow doesn't play, I swear Buffalo was going to give all their money to the city of Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes' charity, just like they did the Lamar. Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. But, yeah, um, go on, give us the, uh, yeah. the battle of the old quarterbacks. The history <laughs> channel game here. Um, I just want to throw this out. Uh, well, would have been Mahomes and Baker I think they were combined like 25 years old and then you got Drew Brees and Tom Brady who are combined like 43 you know they're like white hair um the Hugh Hefner of the ages um yeah Brady coming in has not lost to the same team three times in a single season um this was his chance Saints Someone on Fox picked Saints by 17 I was like that's cool it was Bradshaw yeah Bradshaw's losing it mentally what can I tell you um, he has his own little TV show going on. But game notes here, Brady, he's going to do what Brady's going to do. He doesn't need to take the huge shots to win every game. He can take the small, you know, small stuff, small handoffs, whatever. They get the job done. Um, you know, he had 199 passing yards, two touchdowns. Um, I will say, though, one-two combo between Fournette and Ronald Jones. Both had, I think Fournette had 62 yards. Ronald Jones had 63 yards. So very good by them there. Uh, that's going to be huge for next week. Being in Green Bay, um, cold weather, ball doesn't go as far. Potentially snow, maybe. 
I think, yeah, I think I saw early, maybe early snow predictions. Okay, so maybe nice. snow. Um, Drew Brees, though, struggled in his potentially final game ever. Shortly before the game, Jay Glazer, Fox, comes out, says Drew Brees most likely or what was planned to retire after the season. Um, he didn't wow anyone, though. Bucks were all over him, had three interceptions on the game. Uh, Brees was emotional. Saints go home. couple questions here. Do you think – this was Breeze's final game. Oh, yeah. I, I just – I don't see him. I don't know if – I think he, the Saints want to go in a different direction. I just I, – I mean, you could see it too. I mean, there's just a point where a certain quarterback, you know, Peyton Manning, you know, you knew he was just – it was the time end of – I think Ben Roethlisberger the same. You know, we've mm-hmm. seen – it's the end for him. Breeze just – he's not the elite quarterback he once used to be. He's had a – you know, the games he has played, he's played decent this year. But, yeah, it's just I – don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely have to see – this probably being Breeze's final game. My next question here, though, famous Jameis, is he the future of New Orleans? Eat the W. Um, I don't know how to do it. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, eat the W right there. Uh, famous Jameis and the crab legs or lobsters, whatever it was from the grocery store when he stole. Um, gotta love it. You see them moving with Jameis Winston as the future. The thing is, is that get him a good coach like Sean Payton. I mean, he did. He was with Bruce Arians too. Was he with Bruce Arians or was he? Yeah, last, I believe last, he was last with Bruce year. Arians. Yeah. Um, God. If you're in New Orleans, man, you're going from a Hall of Fame quarterback to Jameis Winston. He did throw a touchdown yesterday. He it was a very impressive one. one. <laughs> it was a very impressive throw, like a 50 yard touchdown. Um, I, I could honestly see the Saints, like, they're going to have a late first round draft pick. You know, I could see them being a, like, because this quarterback class is going to be so deep. But I've heard mm-hmm. there's going to be maybe five or six quarterbacks in the first round. I could see the Saints maybe taking a chance on somebody late in the first round. We'll have to see. Um, if not, then, you know, James is probably the answer. You know, he did throw 30 touchdowns last year. You know, year. I actually wouldn't be surprised if they try and move up and maybe throw, you know, Michael Thomas's name out there. Or a first-round pick. They have Emmanuel Sanders. They have Jared Cook. They have Alan Kamara. So it's not like you're totally getting rid of all your targets. Michael Thomas, obviously, yesterday had no catches. He has not been great since I mean, yeah. the Yankees played this year. He has not been great. I, I mean, I get it. He was coming off an injury, but he still played last week. He did good. He just he couldn't prove it against the Bucks. But, uh, I mean, we'll see We'll see what happens. What a gross NFC Championship. Tom Brady. Oh, my goodness. Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. This is what I live for, people. I love Are you more excited about the Bucks-Packers game than the Chiefs? Uh, it depends. Does Mahomes play? It, yeah, Mahomes plays. Yeah, I'm still going with the Bucks and Packers. Dude, Aaron Rodgers, they've said it. He's potentially one of the greatest in plays, like yeah. quarterbacks of all time, how he can just, you know, move. I honestly, I honestly think Packers are going to – I think they're going to blow them out. I think it's going to be – Well, I think remember, they did play earlier this year um, and Brady, in Tampa. I mean, they, they lit up Green Bay. That was Green Bay's worst game of the year by yeah. far. So, so should be interesting. We'll see what happens for sure. Um, you know, other NFL news, though, we do have head coaching hires. We kind of were, you know, sitting on the backseat, letting everything kind of, you know, come out. Um, Robert Sala to the New York Jets, I think personally a phenomenal move. I think this is a Brian Flores type hire, just creating a solid environment for players, great culture. Um, I, I love this move. Yeah, I mean, it's it's he's a defensive minded guy coming from San Francisco. You know, that incredible defense that led them to the Super Bowl last year. Um, you know, I could. I've seen the Jets could maybe get get Deshaun Watson too. That would be that would be something if. If if they if he can land Watson there in New York, I just I would love to see that. I just I think they're going to be stupid enough to give Sam Darnold Sam Darnold one more year. They might. I mean, 
don't get me wrong, he hasn't been a phenomenal quarterback. He's kind of in that Mitch Trubisky range. I think. No, he's I think he's worse than Trubisky. He's no, way. he's below. He's a little bit below Trubisky. You're serious? I mean, Trubisky has not. He's been okay this year. Yeah. Sam Darnold. He's sucks. always okay. But Sam, Sam Darnold sucks. Okay, you also have to realize Sam Darnold never had a solid like one receiver. They had Jay, uh, Jameson Crowder. Um, you know, Trubisky had for a while. He had Jimmy Graham. He had Allen Robinson. So like, he did have people. I mean, the Jets. Jets running back is Frank Gore. I mean, yeah, that's, that guy is like – He's going to play another year too. I think he's going to – actually? He said he's not planning on retirement. That dude's going to die in the NFL. I mean, yeah. at some point, the NFL is just going to kick him out because of insurance reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Give us the next hire we have. Yeah, so fellow AFC West Division team, uh, the Chargers, uh, they hired Brandon Staley. Um, I'm, I don't know too much about him. Where, you Ram, know Rams defensive coordinator. Okay. Um, I mean, tell us – Yeah, I mean uh, – I give it maybe, yeah, I would say maybe like a B minus a C range like we have here. I, you know, he's incorporating a good defense with the Chargers. Um, not really sure how much this can, how this will benefit Justin Herbert and his development. I think they should have gone maybe in a more offensive-minded direction. I'm still shocked Eric Bieniemy, the Chiefs offensive coordinator. He is, so, he's, has not gotten the job yet. You know, I saw that too. Um, I think he should be. I think if Deshaun Watson wanted to stay in Houston, I would absolutely hire him. I was hearing things that maybe he wasn't calling the plays, and maybe Andy Reid was. Really? I don't. I don't know if that's true. I have no idea. Hey, I mean, I, I'm not complaining. If we if we have him for another year, no, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, this guy was one of the hottest hires last year, and the fact that, I mean, for me at least, the fact that, well, we're gonna get back to it shortly. Atlanta hired an offense coordinator from Tennessee, who, like, the rest this year, the Chiefs had the number one offense. We can't know they were the only team with over 400 yards a game. Um, I, I think he should be a head coach, Eric Benini. Yeah, me. Eric. Be Eric Bikini Bottom. <laughs> Give us the next one from College <laughs> Pros. Yeah, Jacksonville Jaguars, Urban Meyer. Um, this is a B plus A minus range. I think this is a really good hire. Um, he can help develop the first round pick. Our first pick, most likely Trevor Lawrence, um, from College Speed to Pro Speed. Great assets all over the place. James Robinson. Uh, you know, the undrafted, run, undrafted running back, they have a few good assets on defense as well. Um, concerned that he is not coaching the NFL at all. I don't know how that's going to translate. I mean, I, I could see it kind of, I could see it either being a complete disaster with a lot of like college coach, like Nick Saban, who was with the Dolphins, but I could also see it benefiting because Trevor Lawrence is new to the NFL, Urban Meyer new to the NFL. They both have that college mindset mm-hmm. and they can mesh together and make it, you know, they can make it a good hire. Jacksonville fans don't get it. You're not going to be a playoff team. It's, it's I think gonna, six and ten. Five, six 11, and six, six, ten. If they can get six wins, that's a good season for them. I think anything more than that. Well, you, I mean, you pretty much have to give them two automatic wins against Houston. I mean, you think you think they beat Houston next year? Oh, Houston's trash. Yeah, and they're not going to have Deshaun Watson either. Too. I mean, so. Houston should go back to Matt Schwab, who like just retired. Like Houston's going to be awful. Really. Houston's going to go after Dwayne Haskins. I bet. I'm being serious. You're, that would. A team that went like what eleven and five, twelve and four last year, yeah. and then they, yeah, they were what they were up six twenty four nothing against yeah, the Chiefs, and then now they're talking about fired head coach. No, your franchise quarterback's going to be gone. Your franchise wide receiver you traded. Yeah, I mean, for a washed up running back. What can I tell Houston, you? Houston, we have a problem. Yeah. Houston, you have a huge problem. Uh, going from one awful franchise to the other, Detroit Lions, Dan Campbell. Um, not a big fan, not a big fan of this hire coming from a very specific background, which is tight ends. Um, you know, we would have loved to see Marvin Lewis or a big defensive coach who could lead that side. 
you know, Detroit, it just seems like they make all the wrong mistakes. At the end of the day, they're just like we like we said on Twitter a while ago, they're just the worst organization in football. Yeah. Um, I'm going to agree with you there. I, I'm not impressed. Detroit, you really screwed up here. Marvin Lewis, tremendous coach with Cincinnati. He helped build that team up. I think he could have done the same thing with. Well, um, I wouldn't say tremendous. I would say you realize he went to the playoffs like five years. Now he never won in the playoffs, but Detroit's never going to win in the playoffs as it is. So true, they can't even make the playoffs. I mean, Detroit's stupid enough that like go after an FCS coach and be like, Ugh. I think Detroit's made the playoffs what twice in our lifetime. I think I sent you that. They're two or three times. Twenty. They made it like twenty fifteen. I'm pretty sure they lost to the Seahawks. Twenty fourteen. 14, maybe. They played the Cowboys when we beat them. Oh, that's it. It was so the cool. pass interference call where Anthony Hitchens didn't turn around. Oh, and so I don't remember. Yeah, that. it was dumb. Um I I'm not impressed. I mean, I think they really screwed up. Yeah. I, I I hate to say last one here, Arthur Smith, uh, former offense coordinator for the Tennessee Titans. He helped promote a solid ground game in Tennessee. Would love to see him do the same. Um, I think what they should do is they should, you know, release Matt Ryan or trade him or whatever. Draft a quarterback, and while the quarterback develops, train or not train, rely on the running back to really get the ball moving. Um, I I think that's the best move possible. Yeah, it's kind of it, it's a fine hire. Yeah, it's it's a good hire. I mean, he's gonna have you know we'll see if Matt Ryan is still there or whatnot. Um, and they got like you say, good. They have a good weapon, Calvin Ridley. You know, on paper, it looks like they're a phenomenal team, right? They have uh, not Austin Cooper, whoever the new tight end is. Oh, um, uh, Hayden Hurst. Yes, Hayden Hurst, yeah. Julio Jones, Todd Gurley, Matt Ryan, uh, the wide receiver that you just mentioned. Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley, and this team sucks. I mean, if you look at a lot of their games this year, though, they played a lot of teams close. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they I just mean, they just could they just they very easily could have flipped the script. They could very easily have been an eight or nine, ten win team. I mean, but they're Atlanta. They will leads. That's what they do for a living. Right. I mean, so, you know, you could have beaten Dallas. You could have beaten Kansas City. Who easy wins? Just pretty much job done. Yeah, Kansas City. Actually, they could. They should have been Kansas City. They young Hoku. He makes like a 28-yard field goal because it's going to overtime. That's that's just terrible. Um, And then shout out to you, Kurt Warner. You are a bitch. Going to straight up say it. You literally want NFL playoffs to be played inside? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That's why we have January football, Kurt. Get your head out of your ass. I must have missed this comment because that is the stupidest comment I think I've seen in a while. We're like rooting over here. We're like, we want snow. We want a foot of snow. We want 75-mile-per-hour winds. And Kurt Warner was like, oh, maybe it should have been played inside. Yeah, no wonder why you played in St. Louis. No wonder why you were so happy and miserable. He played for St. Louis and Arizona. Like, two, two indoor stadiums. Yeah, uh, Kurt Warner. <laughs> you're an idiot. Going from the turf to the hardwood, collegiate-style NCAA. Give us the recap of the weekend. Yeah, so uh, they, big weekend of college hoops, uh, as usual. Winthrop, they improved to 13-0, and beat Longwood by 20. So they are one of, I think, four or five unbeaten teams left. Um, sp- speaking of another undefeated team, Baylor, they avoid a possible upset as they beat number 15, Texas Tech, 68-60. Uh, I, I was kind of watching this game during the Packers-Rams game, and Baylor, I think at halftime, it was like 24-20. I mean, it was just ugly. It was so ugly to That's watch. Terrible. It was ugly. Texas Tech does not play pretty basketball. Um, but Baylor, they avoid the possible upset there. They still look really, really good. They play Kansas tonight. Don't have any confidence. I was going to say, what do you think the final score is going to be? Uh, Baylor's nine and a half point favorites, which is insane against the Kansas. Uh, I think Kansas is going to cover. I'm going to go like 74-67. Baylor wins by seven. Uh, if Kansas wins, I would be shocked. But, hey, two Where straight. Where is it? Uh, it's in Baylor. Oh, yeah. 
We'll see. But, you know, uh, going to the Big Ten, Minnesota, they upset, they upset number seven, Michigan, who's undefeated. 75 to 57 at one point. I think Minnesota was up by like 25 in this game. You know, That's crazy. Minnesota, they were a really solid team this year. They've gotten a lot of big wins. Michigan, they they stayed at number seven today with the new rankings. Um, 11 and one. They're still on top. They're still on top of the Big Ten. They still look very good. Uh, this one was a pretty big upset. Butler, who's having a really bad year. I think they're three and seven. Uh, they beat Creighton uh, in overtime. Creighton, uh, they they get their third loss of the year. So big East uh, battle there. Interesting to see that. Go to the ACC, Virginia. They put up 85 points on the road against Clemson, who was number 12 at one point. Virginia got up to a 25 to five lead in this game. That's crazy. Virginia's the defense basketball team. Yeah, Virginia. I mean, they're 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 probably the best team. They're probably the best team in the ACC this year. I think they're up to number 13 in the rankings. You think they could beat Clemson again? Uh, I'm not sure if they play each other. They well, might... they're gonna play each other in the ACC tournament. Yeah, likely. yeah. I mean, the ACC is kind of down this year, you know. Duke, North Carolina, UNC lost to Florida State. Florida State, yeah, they're they're it's just but a lot it's of because I hate Florida State. A lot of inconsistent teams in the ACC. Uh, back to the Big Ten, uh, Ohio State. They beat number fourteen Illinois on the road. Illinois, they are so inconsistent too. Another very very inconsistent team. Um, and we got Louisville who lost to the U. Now uh, they lose 78-72 here. Uh, Miami, not a great team with Jim Laranega this year. The head coach, Jim, Jim Laranega. That's why I'm talking about college basketball. <laughs> uh, and also, shout out to Kentucky for continuing to suck. They're now four and eight. They have no chance of making they the tournament. To Auburn. No shot of making the tournament this year. Uh, That's good. I, I support that. I, I do too. Not... Screw, screw Cal Perry. Screw the Big Blue Nation. Oh, Can't stand them. I have no problem with Cal Perry. I, I love the scandals. I think scandals are great for college basketball. Kentucky Ask is... Kansas and Adidas. <clears throat> we're going we're gonna... to <laughs> I, I, wish our, I wish our postseason ban was this year because I know it's coming. We're going to get banned from the tournament. You think it's going to be next year? It's probably going to be. Three year ban? Five year I mean, just do it this year while we count. We're not what like, is it called? The black, um, like a black belt or something? Or like when they, t- like the team indefinitely gets suspended. I'm not sure. I don't remember. It's only like three teams that have ever had it. It's huh. like the worst suspension possible. Um, hold on, I got to look it up now because. Yeah, I guess you got to. God, I, don't, I do not know. I may be calling it the wrong thing. Let's I see. forgot what it's called. I, I maybe I think I maybe I know what you're talking about. Death penalty. Death penalty. Duh. Yeah, there we go. Yep. University of Kentucky had, had it in University of Louisiana Lafayette, SMU, Division II men's soccer, Morehouse College, and then Division Three men's tennis. That's good. Sad. Imagine being a D three men's tennis school. And that's what happens. Uh ridiculous scores. Um, shout out to Maryland, who said F you to Wingate. Uh, beat them by 42, 158. Do we know where Wingate is? is um, that, that's where Michael Lohr went. Not actually. That was a high school. But that actually is a real high school in Tennessee. Actually? Wingate, yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> Did you know the uh, – I found this out a while during bowl games. You know the, uh, the Liberty coach, Hugh Freeze? He actually was the head coach at the time. Uh, Michael Lohr was there at Wingate, the current Liberty coach. He, he, Hugh Freeze used to be at Mississippi State or Ole Miss. Hey, he was at Ole Miss. Yeah. yeah he's, he was at Wingate? Yeah, he's when Paul Michael Orr was there. Interesting. Coach them. North Texas, they beat UTEP 63 to 33. How do you score 33 points in a game? I mean, what is that average? That is less than, obviously, it's less than one point. Um, that is averaging literally 0.825 points per game. That's you suck. UTEP. UTEP, you're trash. Grand Canyon beat Bethesda 121 to 62. A whopping 59-point ass-whooping. 
that is something that is like the ruler to the ash cheek. Um, next one here, Colgate beat Holy Cross in the battle of the Christian universities by 40. And then last one here. Oh, wait, two more. Weber State beat Yellowstone Christian College by 80 points. Beat them 124 to 44. Weber State had 45 points with two minutes and 47 seconds left in the first half. You guys suck. Last one here. Shout out to Missouri State and beat Missouri Science and Technology. <laughs> this, this, this is not a real school, is it? Yes, it is. I don't. <laughs> I, I wonder, can we get an enrollment check? Yeah, is it? I bet it's under three hundred kids. I bet so. I wonder what the, I wonder what they're majoring there. <laughs> I bet it's either. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with engineering or technology. Um, Ninety-four to forty-nine. That, my friends, is a forty-five point slaughterhouse. The enrollment we have eight thousand and ninety-six. Oh, sixty-five hundred undergrads, fifteen hundred um, grad students. That's a lot. Maybe I guess I never heard of it. That they're a bunch of nerds. Oh, uh, and then. We have we have some little fresh up shake up in the rankings. Yeah, we do. Uh, number four, number five, switch places. Iowa goes to four. Texas to five. Uh, didn't Texas lose this week? Yeah, they lost to Texas. Texas. Texas is mad at McClung. McClung. I don't care. <laughs> Sucks anyways. Uh, Kansas uh, drops for, to number nine. Hey, we're still in the top ten. We're having a bad season. At least we're not on rank. We're still top ten. Yeah, well, you guys are going to lose tonight, and then you're going to be out of the top ten. No, we would actually. Who do you play on Saturday? Um, Oklahoma. Oh yeah, three straight losses. Actually, be three since we our, our game oh, got yeah. our game got canceled on Saturday against Iowa State because they had COVID issues. Um, Alabama they go from a big job. they go from unranked to number eighteen. They're having a solid year down there in Tuscaloosa. Maybe they'll sweep the championships this year in football and basketball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also some big followers. Number twelve, Clemson they go to number twenty, and Illinois they drop from fourteen to twenty-two. Um, also, first time since nineteen sixty-one that Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky. All unranked. None of them Duke ranked. Duke should be ranked. Nada. No, they lost. We beat Virginia Tech. It was a hoax. They point shaved. Was it, was it a hoaxy? Yeah, what? That was good. That was good. <laughs> also, I got a notification. Uh, this a little before we before we go to games of the week. A little college football news. Tennessee. There is, I guess, a absolute mess going on there right now for their football program. Uh, their head coach got fired today. Nine more Tennessee football staff have been fired. Two assistant coaches. Kevin Steele to serve as an interim head coach. The Tennessee Chancellor. Number of violations is disturbing. Tennessee, you are in shambles. That is a not a good start. Shout out to you, Tennessee. You wow. guys stay uh, stay orange, Tennessee. They always are ranked so high. And then oh, that was a good lead. In. Games of the week. First game, number six, Tennessee at Florida. Yeah. I there you even, go. There we go. Uh, yeah, Tennessee, they got a good basketball program. Football, you you may want to recruit some of those basketball players to come play for you. Uh, other games of the week, Maryland traveling to number seven, Michigan. Seton Hall playing Villanova. Villanova, I don't think they've played in a month, I feel like. Villanova has not played since December 23rd. Also, they played at last. And today's – or they're playing January 19th. So, shout out to them for playing basketball. They're back. Um, Alabama, first game is a ranked team playing at LSU. Should be a good SEC battle. Uh, number 25, St. Louis coming from the A-10. A little A-10 action at UMass. Uh, number 12, Texas Tech at TCU. And then to round things out for weekday games, Indiana going to – Iowa City, Iowa to battle the number four Hawkeyes. So that is our games of the week in college basketball. Let's let's uh, go to the NBA. Let's recap NBA. Yeah, let's do it. Shout out to you, Tennessee. You guys suck. You guys haven't been relevant since Peyton Manning. Pretty much. And Pat's on. That's a different story. Yeah. Uh, NBA news here. Uh, recap of the weekend. Freaking Memphis. Or not Memphis. Milwaukee beat Dallas by three on Friday. 
Um, yeah, that hurt a little, not going to lie. James Harden, first game with the Nets, he dropped 50 pounds on, like, the plane flight. I don't know if you saw that meme, but that was hilarious. The dude had, like, a fat suit on, and literally, I don't know, maybe a day later, he was, like, skinny as can be. And then you sent me that one meme of Mark, who is the wrestler? Oh, yeah. Let me see if I can find it again. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, James Harden, you must hate your life. Um, but, yeah, I mean, his first game with the Nets, he had a triple-double, beat Orlando, 32 points, 12, rebound, 12 rebounds, and 14 assists. Uh, John Morant, he's back, beats the 76ers by two, as that Memphis team is slowly recovering. And then the Knicks, shout-out to you, New York. You, you beat Boston by 30. Did, did you, did oh, no, no, it was, a, it was a Louisiana Tech player. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, He yeah. looked exactly – he was uh, – <laughs> yeah, he looked, uh, looked like he was barring his pass suit. There you go. But that's our recap of the NBA games of the week here. New Orleans at Utah, um, Dallas at Indiana, Boston at Philly, maybe, Lakers at Milwaukee, New York at Golden State. Also, shout-out to you 76ers for now blowing up your franchise. Uh, their agents, Ben Simmons and Matisse Thibault's agents, said that they were going to be traded to Houston, and Houston never called back. Um, so now you're going to be screwed. And I hate you, Philly. Terrible city. That's the truth. Have you ever been there? Nope. I've been there. I went there for spring break. I bet it was a trash city. You went, to, you went to... Philly for... Like 13. For spring break? I, mean, I was in middle school. <laughs> Fair enough there. Um, and then... Saw, was, saw six of you. They played the Charlotte Bobcats. Oh, you know what? That sounds terrible. It was bad. Um, and then another sport news. I have no idea. I this guy is. Kevin Na, he's uh he's an American. Uh fourth straight year he's won on tour at least one time. Um went to Sony Open. I watched about four minutes of golf this entire weekend. What? I know, shocking. I was gonna watch it uh the ending yesterday, completely forgot, ended up watching the Bucks and Saints instead. Um, yeah. Uh kind of a kind of a boring tournament this week, uh, the American Express out in California. Uh, we're getting we're getting to the good ones, so we got waste management coming up. That's gonna be a fun one in Phoenix. That's a good one. Uh, oh, we there's got, no fans this year. True, we got Pebble Beach coming up, Torrey Pines. We got a lot of good, good California swing and go to Florida in uh, March and April. So that should be leading up to do the. They, do they play any tournaments down there when you're done? Um, no, I think they they move up north. Yeah, because yeah, actually, because the WGC Mexico has moved to Florida, but I think that's in March. That's the last one. No, they're not going to play anymore. Sure. So. Sports shower thought here. Um, you know, when you're scrubbing and dubbing in the shower and you're trying not to get shampoo in your eyes and you're thinking about sports, is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer? 366 touchdowns throughout his career, 22.8 per year, 244 interceptions. I think in one season he had 27 interceptions. Not as bad as Jameis. He went, he went 30 for 30. Who's worse, him or Mark Sanchez? Oh, Sanchez. I think Mark Sanchez worse than James Winston? Oh, I think Mark Sanchez, Eli Manning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sanchez or what? I think Sanchez. Oh, 15.2 interceptions per year. Completion percentage drives here was 60.3. 37 total game winning drives, two Super Bowl wins. Is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer? I would say so. I mean, he's got – I don't think so. He got bailed out by Amard Bradshaw and then that one catch by Dave Tyree. Yeah. He's such an interesting case because, you know, he's, he has a two Super Bowl. Was he MVPs in those games? He might have been. He may, maybe he won. I thought Michael Strahan was one. Yeah, maybe, maybe in the 07 one. Um, yeah, I'm so back and forth on him. 
I mean, if you put him in, you gotta put Philip Rivers in because Philip Rivers has like identical. Yeah, but he never won a Super Bowl. But they have like identical stats, and I just say, as long as you, I think as long as you play a long career in the NFL and have you know, and you have good you know stats and you can back it up, I, I think you're you're gonna probably be in. It, it is hard to get into the Hall of Fame, um, but yeah, I think I would say Eli's he's gonna be Hall of Famer. Let's see. Um, in the first, when was it? This was. Yeah, Eli Manning won it in the first Super Bowl and the second Super Bowl, so he does have two Super Bowl MVPs. That might help his case too. I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> and then we have. Am I talking crazy? Yeah. So I'll start with the first one here. Uh, even with the addition of James Harden, uh, they're still not going to make the finals. Am I talking crazy? No, I think that by having three players who all want the ball. It's just going to create havoc at one point. I don't think the Nets are going to win the East. Um, a few teams this year, I think, have a very good shot. Boston, obviously. Um, Philly. Philly, you always have to throw their name in. Bucks. Do the Nets have a shot? Yeah, of course they have a shot, but. I don't, yeah. I mean, I, who do you see coming out of the East? I'm going to say Milwaukee or Boston right now. This Boston looks really, really strong. Philly, I just don't think they're, I just don't think they're going to make the finals. <laughs> I also think that they need to do a realignment of the conferences. Um, really? I'm, I think, like, New Orleans should be moved out to the East and, like, just switch it up a little bit. Or just get rid of the conferences totally and then just do, like... Like, like the NHL, they have, like, 18 divisions. Well, like, kind of like the NFL, right? Like, you have the NFC West and the AFC West. Like, you have that. So, like, maybe the Lakers and Clippers are in separate conferences. And, like... Because you have the Rams and Chargers in separate conferences. Yeah, so. I just think that's better. Yeah. I don't know. That's my thought here. Um, even without possibly having Mahomes, the Chiefs should still be favorited against the Bills. Am I talking crazy? I would say... I would say yes. But the thing is, the Chiefs, yes, they don't have Mahomes. But as long as they have... All, they still have all their offensive weapons. And we're getting back... Clyde Edwards Elaire are running back this week. Well, did he not play? No, he was, he was. Oh, I thought he played. That's why I was like, oh. Well. No, no, he didn't play. So that's why we relied on uh, the other two backs. But um, yeah, if I think Bills should be favored at this at this moment in time, you know, when this episode comes out, obviously if Mahomes is clear to play. I mean, no matter what, no matter who who's the favorite, it's going to be less than three points for either either side. It's it's so close. I think um, you know we'll have to see how the week week progresses. Like I said earlier with Mahomes and his concussion, so. Definitely be something to look out for. So, and then last one here is or should Baylor be ranked number one over Gonzaga? Gonzaga, they played a better non-conference schedule, but their in-conference is so weak. So yeah. I think that hurts them in the long haul. But what are your thoughts being the college basketball? Fan? Yeah, um, this is interesting. I, I know there's no doubt these are the two best teams in college basketball from what I've seen this year. Um, Gonzaga, you know, their non-con was in, insane. They played, like, five top 15 teams and beat them all pretty good. Um, I just think – you look at the team breakout, I just think Gonzaga's the better team. I, I seriously think this team's going to go undefeated and win the championship this year. That's my thought. Baylor, though, like you said, you know, they have the Big 12, which is absolutely stacked this year. If they can go nuts in the Big 12, I, I it would be hard not to rank Baylor number one. Like, if they go, like, 16-2 and two in conference, play and only lose to, like, Kansas and – Texas one time, for, yeah. for example. I could definitely see that happening. But both be one seeds in the tournament, no doubt about that. Um, but right now, at this moment in time, I would probably say Gonzaga's number one. Who do you think would win if they played? Gonzaga, they were going to play, and then they got the COVID postponed. Um, I'm going to say Gonzaga right now. I just think they're they're just so damn good. This is 
this is the major Kentucky vibes from like 2012 and 2015. Just one lost in the final games, like Wisconsin. Well, no, just like they, I mean, just it was <laughs> one team who was clearly dominant the whole season, yeah. and just I just don't think there's gonna be much. Uh, a little Frank Minsky action. Hey, who knows? Gonzaga, they they never won a championship, so maybe this will be the final. I think they won a couple of years ago. They lost in North Carolina the title game. That's when they had like Kobe White and uh, I forget who else. North Carolina's trash. Yes, they are. I can't stand them. I just saw the one goal that would beat them. <laughs> it's our ex coach on the team. Well, there you go. Give us our final little rundown. We'll yeah, follow us on Twitter at t underscore a underscore g sports. Um, the memes, the polls, we got them for you. We're going to continue to roll them out. Um, yeah, give us a listen to us on Apple, Spotify, Google, whatever streaming platform you enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Another episode. Episode 44. First one in person, last one for a while. Have you head back to Kansas yeah. tomorrow? Um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll continue the episode. Um, you know, we'll, I think we may have to bring a, another a former guest on the show this week. I think we're in the talks of having a former uh, certain Bills Mafia fan come back to discuss uh, the game on Thursday, but you know, we'll have to see. Maybe a few other guests talk about hockey as well. Oh, yeah, NHL's back, guys. That's how. <laughs> that's, how that's about yeah. the extent of what we cover. I forgot. I, I honestly forgot the NHL is back. Capitals are 2-1. and one. Let's go. Are they? Yeah. Um, who was it? I believe it was the Nashville Predators got beat by the Colorado Avalanche 8 nothing. Strong start. Yeah, that's all right. T underscore A underscore G Sports. Give us a follow, like us, comment, subscribe, retweet, whatever. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your favorite streaming platform. You guys go ahead and take care. See you later.